All right. Well, thank you, and welcome to the Gateway to Grace call. My name's Elizabeth Tobin. I'm a certified resonance repatterning practitioner. I'm here with my husband, James Dempsey, who is a channel and a shamanic healer, um, a psychic medium. Hello, James. Hello. Hi, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Happy dark time of the year. Yes. Yes. So tonight we have... Um, we, we crowdsourced tonight's topic um, by asking people in the Facebook group, what's up? What would you want to work on? And what we came back with was a few different answers, but it all kind of boiled down to this one um, topic of strong boundaries, open heart. So we're going to... We're going to do this call a little bit differently tonight because um, James is going to start. First, we're going to do a little bit of centering and grounding. We always do that. But then James is going to um, go over a few techniques that um, he wants to teach everybody to help you set a boundary instantly. And so this is talking about setting an energetic boundary. So we'll do these. Um, we'll do the centering and grounding. We'll go through these techniques, make sure everybody's got it down. And then if we have time, we'll do some channeling. Um, and if we don't have time, we'll get right into the repatterning. You want to um, oh. add anything, James? Yeah. Um, no, that sounds good. That sounds good, what you just said. Yeah, what she said. Exactly. <laughs> Okay, so you want to start with the centering and grounding? Sure. Um, we got, uh, the questions we got were a lot about several different um, boundary type issues. Uh, one one person was asking about, uh, uh, you know, having to go deal with uh the people over the holidays, uh, and there were two other two other very similar issues. Liz, can you explain those? Yes, yes. Um, are you talking into your microphone? It's right in front of my face. It's as good as it can be. Actually, that's 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 even better because you were sounding a little bit far away. So if you can just adjust it so that it's right in front of your face, that'd be great. It it, it it's exactly where it was. It, the whole time, it hasn't changed at all. Okay, that's interesting. Maybe it's you moving your face away from it. I don't know, but um, but try to try to try to be cognizant of it because you're you kind of going in. Okay, and out. so we're having problems again. Should I pull this it's, mic it's, out? No, it's not a problem with the microphone. It's more about you just speaking into it. Makes just be cognizant of having. It right there in front of your mouth, okay? It hasn't not moved since I put this headset on. <laughs> okay. okay? I don't know how I can make my mouth closer to it. <laughs> okay. All right. So it, it, it's coming and going, and it's coming and going? Yeah, you, you're sounding it like you're getting closer and farther away from it. And okay, last... I, I am not. 
Okay, let's let's move on. Okay. Um so you had two other uh you had two other people with topic ideas that yes, yes. very similar and you were gonna explain them. Yes. Thank you. Thank okay. you. So yes, so um Denise um, wanted to work on feeling overwhelmed during the holidays, and Carly wanted to um, work on letting go of resentment and anger towards the injustice in the world. And um, Joanna wanted to work on strengthening boundaries so that she could open her heart more. Okay, great. Uh, One of the cool things is I'm going to teach you, uh, uh, we're going to do a little bit of centering and grounding because this is all, and it's going to be what we normally do, and it's the red exercise. And this is a basic grounding exercise. So we're going to start with that. Um, for all of these issues that we just talked about, uh, starting with grounding yourself is always a good idea. Uh, so many of these things send some of us, send a lot of us out of our body or send us into a little bit of a state that, uh, you know, when, when you're getting irked or when you're about to get overwhelmed, um, uh, it, it sends you into a little state where you're not completely grounded. So, please visualize that you are standing in a circle with all the participants on this call. You're standing in a circle around a uh, small pond filled with red water. And please join hands with your neighbor to your left and to your right. Very good. Ooh, very good. Visualize a platinum crown on your head, a pointy king's crown. This is your antenna to the divine. Please visualize that your toes and heels are the roots of a tree. And like special effect in a movie, borrow those toe and heel roots right in the ground. Very good. Deeper. That's good. Grab the ground like an owl with those toe and heel roots. Very good. Now, begin belly breathing. In through your nose, blowing up your belly like a balloon. Then out through your mouth, deflating your belly. In through your nose. Then out through your mouth. On the next in-breath, visualize pulling red water up from that pond. Big, deep in-breath. Pulling red water up to your legs, up your torso, and spraying it out the top of your head like a fountain at a park. So on that in-breath, pull up red and spray out head. And on the out-breath, empty that red back down like you're emptying yourself completely of that red water. So pull up red, spray out head. And on the out-breath, Empty yourself of that red water. 
So you're making a connection from Mother Earth to Father Sky. Pull up red, spray out head. Then on the next breath. Pull that red back down. One more time. So that exercise does several things. It's brought the group together uh, in a very solid way, but it's also it's also grounded you and should make you feel a lot more present. Um, when you this is a great exercise to do when you're going into uh, you know you're overwhelmed you're feeling overwhelmed by the holidays. Uh, ground yourself. That's a good place to start. Um, if you're feeling overwhelmed with uh, lots, you know, having to go into a family gathering or a party at work or whatever, you know, you're feeling overwhelmed by the crowds in the mall or crowds in the shopping center, grounding yourself is a great place to start. I'm going to explain three other uh, exercises. They're all very short. Uh, one thing I'd like you to do over the next couple of days is to practice these uh, so that you can get to the point where you're doing it, uh, where, you, where you can do this whole thing very, very quickly. So you, um, we're still having good volume, Liz? Actually, no, you, you've, you've gotten a lot softer. Okay, I don't know what's happening here because I haven't touched a thing. Hmm. <laughs> I know. Okay. Right. I'm checking. I haven't. I haven't touched a thing. So, is it better now? Yeah. Hmm. All right. I don't know what to tell you. Hmm. It's better. Okay. Okay. Um. All right. The first. The first thing is we're going to do three things. We uh, we did. We just grounded ourselves. That's number one. Number two, we're going to suck in our aura. Number three, we're going to turn on a green beam. Number four, we're going to turn on a yellow beam. Okay? So the next thing I'm going to teach you how to do is suck in your aura. I call this the Vitruvian Man exercise. So any one of you, if you were to go to, uh, if you were to go to the, um, the Tales from the Shift group, there's a picture and it's a very famous, uh, one of the most famous doodles in history. It's uh, Leonardo da Vinci drew a man, and he looks like uh, he's got four legs and four arms. And he looks like he's doing jumping jacks. He's a naked man, and there's a circle around him. And that drawing is called Vitruvian Man. Is there anybody that doesn't recognize the drawing I'm describing? This Leonardo da Vinci pen and ink drawing of a man that looks like he's doing jumping jacks. When you look at that drawing, you notice that there's a circle around the man just beyond his outstretched fingertips. So... Those of us who are empaths, we're going to visualize that that circle is, is not just a circle, it's a sphere. And it is your aura surrounding you. And it's a spherical energy field surrounding you, just beyond your outstretched fingertips. 
Christ. So I want you to visualize that that circle beyond your outstretched fingertips, that you're going to suck that circle in so that it's halfway between your wrists and your elbows. So you're just going to visualize that you're standing there with your arms outside and you're commanding your aura to shrink and contract halfway between your wrists and your elbows. Your aura will do this if you tell it to. And that when you shrink that aura, you're solidifying it and making it, it uh, less porous. So that, that circle beyond your outstretched fingertips is porous. And as you shrink it, it's contracting and uh, becoming more dense. Making like a protective bubble around you. That's step one, the Vitruvian man exercise. Step two, visualize your heart chakra. And we've done this before, and the council has taught, uh, taught us to do this before. Visualize your heart chakra. Uh, and visualize that there's a flashlight beam coming out the front of it and the back of it. And that flashlight beam is Kelly Green. Emerald green. Just light that flashlight beam up. Denise, you should recognize this one. This is called the green beam exercise. And when you light this green beam up, it opens your heart chakra. And basically it says, I love you, you love me. Now, you don't have to think these things. You're just turning on a flashlight beam. And this is your energy system telling the universe, I love you, you love me. You're manipulating it to, so that it will do this. Then you move down one chakra to your third chakra, your solar plexus chakra. I want you to visualize, turn it on a yellow flashlight beam, one coming out the front, one coming out the back. What this yellow flashlight beam says is, I am powerful, don't mess with me. And it's not angry, it's just, it's just, you know, a very solid, powerful, I am present. All of these exercises we're teaching you are all about I am. I am loving. I am protected. I am powerful. I am grounded. So, that's the method. The method is the first thing you do is you ground yourself, just like we did at the beginning of the, uh, of the program with the red exercise. The second thing you do is the Vitruvian man exercise. You 
Visualize yourself with your arms stretched out. You can even do it if you wish. You can do it before you enter uh, the gathering, before you enter the mall, before you enter your boss's office, before you enter, you know, the, the before you ent- before you deal with uh, the people who press your buttons. Be this at work, be this uh, at holiday gatherings. Um, then you turn on a green bean and turn on a yellow bean. You are saying, I love you, you love me, and you are, uh, you are saying, I am powerful, don't mess with me. These are all very powerful methods, and I've taught this to dozens and dozens of people to use these situationally. I want, want you to go and practice this so that you can do this. This whole thing should take you, you know, maybe 30 seconds of visualization. The other thing you want to do, the reason you want to practice it, is that there are times you're going to need to refresh this. Okay, say you're at a party and there's three or four people that press your buttons. Every time you're about to deal with one of them, say it's, let's just say, for example, that it's your sister and your cousin and your mom press your buttons. And every time you deal with one of them, you're going to want to refresh, not necessarily refresh the grounding, but you're going to want to shrink your aura, turn the green beam on, turn the yellow beam on. How long that take to say? About six or seven seconds, that's how long you should be, you know, you should be able to refresh this in, in you know, in that shorter period of time. So, Is that James, good, Liz? Um, yeah. I was thinking we could open it up for questions just to make sure everybody's got it. If anybody has a you question. You bet. Why would we do that? If anybody has and a, if anybody has any questions about you know situationally when to use this, go for that too. Okay, let's um, let's see here. Anybody have any questions about how to do these um, exercises, these techniques that James has just taught us? If you are on the phone, you can press star two. That will raise your hand. If you've got a question in the chat room, uh, you can just type it right into the chat box there. Looking here, uh, it's looking looking pretty like we explained yep. it pretty well, and people understand. Good job, good job. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay, all righty. So, um, and I think as we go through the um, the channeling, we might com- also come up with more sort of um, real life scenarios, examples on how to okay. do these techniques. All right. So the guy, this the guy we talked to about this is uh, her name is Arielisima, and we've talked to her before. So the uh, before I before yeah, you sounded uh, really far away there. 
I'm just it's what I'm checking. Okay. <laughs> it's what I'm checking before I go before I go away. <laughs> All right. Am I sounding better now? That sounds a little bit better, yeah. Is it better now? Yeah, that's good. I think that's good. All right. Yeah. Well, uh, okay. Hello. Hi there. Who is this? This is Ariel Lissima. Oh, thank you for coming. You're welcome. Blessings. Greetings. Thank you. So our topic tonight, we're talking about strong boundaries, open heart. And can you just talk about this in terms of the context of the new I am? Yes. Um, we've been talking for uh, the council and on these uh, programs, we've been talking all year now about uh, birthing the new I am presence. And that should be happening as we speak. Uh, it, it's taken a little longer than, you know, we would have thought at the beginning of the year. We, we kind of thought the process would be fairly complete by now, but uh, it, it, it should be happening as we speak. Some of you uh, may have already uh, birthed this uh, new I am, and others are, are about to do so. Born the Natale, right? Mm. Uh, the Feliz Navidad, yeah? <laughs> so, uh, interesting that it's stretched out that long. This new I am presence, uh, boundaries are a big part of it. Uh, so many people, the new I am that they're birthing, isn't going to put up with uh, the same stuff that your old I am was willing to do. Does this make sense? Mm-hmm, yes. So, so, so much of the... Uh, over the past two years or so, so much of the negative karmic baggage, uh, all these things that you've been bringing up, the, the rage, the anger, the uh, the hurts, uh, the the regret parades, all of these things that have been coming up, they've been coming up so you can release them. And if you've been doing your work, you, you've been, you know, cutting cords to these things. You've been perhaps dropping uh dropping people out of your life that uh, you know that don't conform to uh, who this new I am is you know, dropping people out of your life who who overstep their the boundaries that you're trying to set up for yourself uh, this exercise uh, the, the the four step exercises that James just explained are a very good uh, knobs to control your own personal energy system. It's like we just gave you instructions. We just showed you the controls. Yeah. So sort of like turning the volume up and down? 
turning the volume up and down or just changing the station a little bit, uh, you know, turning the volume uh, of your, your, you know, your heart chakra. If, if it's, if it's, if it's emitting a powerful green bean, what's going to get, what's going to get in there? Who's going to be able to get in there and, and, uh, you know, make you feel bad. Mm. Right. Um, it, it, you know, it, yes. This is, um, it, to some people it might seem like a contradiction, strong boundaries, open heart, because for a lot of heart-centered people, they might feel that they're being hard-hearted if they are setting boundaries, or people might even call them hard-hearted or, you know, closed off. Anyone that, any, the, the people that are going to say that it are the people who have been used to using you as a doormat. So, so a strong boundary is not necessarily an, a, a closing off. It can be a gateway into, into opening. Correct. The, 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 anyone that's going to say you're being hard-hearted or probably, you know, a, a long-time acquaintance or, or family member who's, Used to being able to run roughshod over you, and all of a sudden you're 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 changing the rules, and, and this new I am presence, in in many ways, is going to demand that the rules get changed so that maybe they're more fair. Yeah. Ah, oh, yes, and you know, and it sounds like what you're describing with the new I am presence is that maybe some of these boundaries we're going to move into it more organically, more naturally. Maybe it's not going to be such a big challenge for us. It sounds like with the new I am, it's going to come more naturally. If, if, you, if you have a person with which you're used to not getting a lot of respect, if you were to just do these exercises, you don't have to say anything. You don't have to tell anybody that you're doing these things. They'll know. They they'll know something is different. Mm. If you're if you're sending them if if you if you've sucked your oar in so it's tight. And they're trying to, and they're trying to, uh, you know, sort of poke at you. They'll notice that they're not. It, it's not so easy to do. If you're sending a green beam that says "I love you, you love me," they're going to notice that. If you send in a yellow beam that says "I'm powerful, don't mess with me," they're going to notice that. They're not. They they might not know exactly what's going on. They won't. Might. They're just gonna know something's different. There's a uh, and I and I believe uh, uh, 
we have a couple of people on this call, Denise for one, who could probably attest to how well this green and yellow beam uh, thing works. Uh, so when, perhaps when we're done channeling, if Denise is on the call, uh, she, she might be willing to speak, speak to that. And so this also brings us to this idea of a lot of times when we think about setting boundaries, we don't really think about it as like an energetic thing. We think about it more as like we have to call people out when they are um, challenging us or when they're being inappropriate. Or um, So it doesn't necessarily, it sounds like what you're saying is that you can set a boundary energetically and, and maybe not even have to actually say anything to the person. You know, one thing that people want that people want probably more than uh, more than getting one up on anybody is to uh, is to disengage unscathed. Yes, we talked about this. Yeah. The other day, right. Right. So you 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 really just want to get out of it without being hurt, as opposed to needing to hurt somebody else. Right, or even assert yourself and, and speak your truth. I mean, because I know that for some people when they're exploring this issue of boundaries at the beginning, they kind of go to the other end of the spectrum where they feel like they really have to, you know, call people on every little thing or they're not speaking their truth or they're not being in integrity. Uh <laughs> Boundaries, boundaries take practice, and boundaries, you know, the, uh, if, if, if you are on day one of boundary settings, you might be kind of wimpy about it, and on day seven of boundary settings, you might be maybe being a little too strong about it. You, you, you know, you, you're just, for a, lot of, for a lot of you, you're probably Just being introduced to the controls, and so you do have to try them out. You do have to sort of play with them and find out what works for you. There's some folks out there that you probably do have to call them out, right? But that's right. probably that's probably not if you do if you do these. Four exercises, the red exercise, the Vitruvian man exercise, the green beam, the yellow beam. If you do all of these, they're going to know something's different. Mm. They're going to feel it. Yes. You, you, you don't have to say anything. Your energetic system is going to say it if you do these exercises. If you, you it, it's, it's a way, it, it's almost like a silent language that you're using a silent language of, of color and uh, energetic manipulation it's frequencies vibration it's frequencies and and, and uh, chances are chances are very good that most of you haven't ever done anything quite like this before situationally during times when you need it the idea that you're going to speak, you know, that you're going to communicate with somebody 
in an energetic language that you know that doesn't involve actual speech or or writing or email that that's probably new to most of you mm. but it's very effective one of the other things is kind of mysterious so you're going to you're going to run into people you know Chances are very good that all that everyone listening to this call, whether they're on it live or whether they're you know listening to a recording, could come up with a, a quick list of five or six people that they ought to be able to use these techniques on, and and uh, and and that it's worth a try. Right, right. Let's let's talk about. Um, the person who said that they wanted to work on um, releasing anger and resentment at the injustice in the world. How does how does boundaries play into that? The same exercise, uh, ground yourself. One of the things about when you're when you're starting to rage up against injustice, you you you're starting to sort of leave your body a little bit when you do that. So grounding yourself. Then uh, pulling in your aura, that's, you can think of that as, as protection from these injustices. We have discussed this numerous times in past programs about, you know, it, 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 we talked about how that could be an addiction, yes. We talked about maybe making that a, another program in the future. Yes. Yeah. Um, so many of the injustices in the world, what, what, what is there that's going to affect you tomorrow? We talked about the answers, you know, the answer to these injustices in the world is to pick your spots and to make a difference on one or two areas. And the, the, the best place to start is locally. So volunteer locally or, you know, or if, you know, you, you, you're looking to be political, do start locally. Uh, the, the rage, uh, the rage in your system of, uh, is probably in getting caught in one, uh, one or two of the, the either one or the other or both of the chakras we're discussing here: the heart chakra and the uh, solar plexus chakra. Uh, th that is where these uh, this these anger and injustice uh, tends to get stuck. So just let's just start and see see uh, if it's it, let's just assume that these this rage is getting stuck in your heart chakra. So uh, chakra is shaped like a pipe, two pipe beer glasses with the bottoms touching one one mouth coming out the front and one mouth coming out the back. We're going to light up a big green flashlight beam out the front 
pint glass, and then we're going to light up a big green flashlight beam out the back pint glass. If you're feeling all raged up, chances are that on the surface, the inner surfaces of these pint glasses in your energetic system, that you have some stuff stuck to them. And that stuff probably looked like, this is how James explains it to his clients, like little pieces of black popcorn stuck to the insides of those pint glasses, pint beer glasses. So visualize that green bean, front and back, and visualize that it's powerfully emitting from your system. Like like a vacuum cleaner on blow. Big green bean. Now look and visualize those pieces of popcorn stuck to the inside of that glass and that blow that bean powerfully so that the those popcorn will de adhere and, and blow out. That's it. Very good. That is an excellent um, rage clean-out. Now do the same thing with your uh, solar plexus. Same thing, but blow out, vacuum cleaner on blow, yellow bean. And blow out little chunks of black popcorn. This is something if, if if you begin to get over if you get overwhelmed by the news, you get overwhelmed by the government, you get overwhelmed by the war and the uh, wildfires and the volcanoes and the earthquakes. If if that, that stuff doing a rage. A rageometer clean out once, you know, once or twice a month on a regular basis is probably a good idea. Does anyone have any questions about that? Let me see here. So, um, yeah, what happens to to that energy of the black popcorn that you're blowing out? Um, there's, there's, it's becoming de-adhered from your system. Um, you know, if you're doing this in your den, there's, there's a couple of things you could do. You could, you could catch it, like visualize catching it uh, in, in a jar and transforming it. Or you could just sage the area that uh you could you could sage the room you're doing it in. So you could um so they're asking how does it get transmuted? If you were to catch it and put it in like a, a mason jar. Catch those little black Specs. In an energetic mason jar, so to speak. In an energetic mason jar. 
you visualize it. You, you visualize the, the pickle jar. Catch those black specks in it, and then hold the, the jar in your hands and transmute the black uh, piece of popcorn. Just visualize turning them into a complete neutral charge mm-hmm. instead of having a negative charge. Right. And have a neutral charge. Then you can put wings on it and, you know, fly it off into the sea. Another method, this is a shamanic method. Another method is to visualize picking up those pieces of popcorn and very, very forcefully throwing them into the nearest body of water. You know, uh, not imagining, but intending that that's what you just did. And Mother Earth will take care of that stuff. Or even what does, I'm... Does that make sense? I guess somebody is thinking that, no, Mother Earth's not going to take care of it. It's going to be like, like dumping plastic in the sea. That is the shamanic technique. Yeah, because the another thing that you could do is you could actually just visualize the, um, you know, the black specks just disintegrating and transmuting into like little sparkly um, sparks of light. Mother Earth will transmute that energy, provided that that is what your intention is. Hmm. Because that's, I mean that's, that's that particular technique it's thousands of years old. And when we're talking about energy, energy doesn't get destroyed or created, but it does it can get transmuted from one vibration to another vi- vibration, from a lower vibration to a higher vibration. So if you if you're blown those chunks of rage, anger, jealousy out of your own system and and you're concerned about you know where they land. There's you can catch them in a virtual mason jar and transmute them. Some sometimes you what can. I do is I I um I visualize myself like in a bubble of white light, and so anything that I release sort of gets um gets caught up in that bubble of white light and gets transmuted before it leaves my aura. We did that with you. Uh, James did that with you uh, with the column of white light. Oh, right, did yeah. Not, uh, in the last session he gave you. Same. Right, right, right. So there's one more point I want to touch on before we move into the repatterning. And yes. we we kind of touched on it a little bit, but I just wanted to 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 end with this because this is important about um, so the thing about boundaries is it's not it doesn't have to be about speaking your truth or it doesn't have to be about um, winning an argument. 
doesn't have to be about winning. It is about speaking your truth, but you don't have to do it out loud. It's energetic. Ah, okay. So the mo- most important thing to do when you're thinking about boundaries and why you want to set a boundary, it's not, it may not be because, like some, I guess what I'm saying is like, I think that it's easy to think, okay, I have to set a boundary because this person is acting inappropriately and I don't think that's right. But, yes. what, you're, but what, what you're really saying is it's even beyond that. It's I have to set a boundary so that I can disengage from this situation unscathed. Correct. So it's not about making somebody wrong or, or I'm right, they're wrong, they're inappropriate, well, the thing is, uh, you know, that, that, that green beam, in many cases, is going to calm that person down. You, you uh, in your work, you, you do it as if it's uh, called the open heart gesture, yes? Yes. The green beam is is basically it's it's just a different way of doing the open heart gesture. Green beam on will stop an argument in sex. Right. If, right. if if you're in an argument and you know if 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 turning all these things on doesn't work and you find yourself in an argument with Aunt Martha, uh, who just won't take no for an answer. Turn that green beam on. Just think about that green beam getting very, very intense and watch the argument stop. Hmm. Right. So that's, um, so that's the most important thing about having the boundaries is just it's to allow you to disengage. Unscathed. It's to allow you disengage yeah. unscathed. It's it, you know the the whole idea that it's got to be about winning. Well, that's just escalation, right? That's you know that's not you know this stuff isn't going to work that great for that, right? Right, and that's not and that's not the point anyway. No, that's not the point of these exercises. The exercises, you know, to get to get uh, these things to uh, to stop, you know, right. to get these situations to stop. Okay, so um, do you have anything that you want to leave us with before we move into the repatterning? Practice, practice, practice. These are uh, these these techniques. These techniques are very situationally uh, appropriate, and. You you want to make this a tool that you reach for, and so you know if if you don't practice it, uh, if you don't practice this these techniques, you'll forget about them in two weeks. Mm. Yes, thank you for that. The reminder. So many times we have tools in our toolbox that we forget are there. <laughs> so. Uh, James, James has developed James has developed these tools and he forgets about them. So yeah, <laughs> sometimes it needs reminding. So very good blessings. Thank you. Thank you.
How's that? Ah, thank you. Very good. Very good. Did, did okay. everybody get it? I think so. Um, okay. If not, you know, we can we can always um, take questions after the repatterning as well. That's fine. Okay. Yeah. So let's move into the repatterning. So just um, mm. take a little pause, take a little moment here just to connect with your breath, center within yourself. And I'm going to ask your permission to include you in this session, to include your energy in the group field that we are creating here. So may I have your permission to muscle check your system as part of the group field tonight? And you can say yes. Yes. And if you are listening to the recording, you can also say yes, and this engages your free will to, to take part in this repatterning. Yes. Yes. Okay. So the first thing I'm going to do is just see what is needed. Um, okay, so we need to start with something from orientation problems into opportunities, an intention for a new possibility, something from a repatterning is needed. We need to go right to a modality. Yes. Okay. So the best modality for us at this time is something from the spiral up index. It's something from inner cultivation. So I'm just checking through my different options here using the muscle checking, tapping into the field to see what we need here. We need something from Family Systems 1, Family Systems 2. Yes. And the best modality from this index for us as a group is something from A through E, something from F. Yes. So this is um, working with archetypal symbols. And We'll see what symbol we need here. So it's something here from 1 through 5, 6 through 10, 11 through 15, 16 through 20, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. Psychic totality is what we're going to fuse in tonight. How very interesting. So I'm just going to put my light on here so I can see what's going on here. Psychic totality. So you can think about these symbols that we're working with as, um, as holding information and patterns. So these are, these are archetypes or symbols that have um, meaning and energy and when we are able to, um, to fuse in these symbols, these archetypes, then we're able to access the full range of information and, um, and benefit that these archetypal symbols have for us. Okay? So 
psychic totality in this context represents completion and integration of the masculine and the feminine. It symbolizes plentitude. It's when the masculine and feminine aspects have been integrated and psychic totality is reached. And when moving according to the world's rhythm is totally natural. So it's interesting. We talked about how birthing the new I am, how as we're doing this, setting boundaries will be sort of second nature, right? So moving according to the world's rhythms is totally natural. We're totally in sync. Beautiful. So what I'd like you to do is close your eyes. And ask your mind to go into neutral. Drop down into your heart. And ask your heart to show you what is the symbol for you for psychic totality. It can be a person, it could be an image, a shape, a figure, a light, a landscape, whatever it is that comes up for you. And if you're not very visual, well, maybe it's a sense, a feeling. And now hold that image or that feeling. And you're going to say to it out loud, you say, now I see you. And I acknowledge what you are and what you represent. Psychic totality. You symbolize plentitude, abundance. You are the integration of the masculine and feminine aspects. You allow movement to naturally flow. According to the world's rhythm, I now take everything that you give me I am nourished by you. 
and I do something good with this. I choose to give you a place in my heart. And I honor you. In this way, I integrate my feminine and masculine aspects. And I naturally move to the world's rhythms. And now bow your head. And this reverence represents honoring and accepting psychic totality with everything that it is and everything that it gives you. And now we'll do the open heart gesture where your arms are down by your side, your palms are open and facing outward. Your chest is open. And breathe in and fuse this symbol for psychic totality. Place it into your body wherever it feels most comfortable for you. And by doing so, you have all of its resources. And you can use them for the greatest good. And this is complete, yes. Okay. I'll just take a little moment and let that integrate. Nice. And there's anything else that's needed for this session no, the session is complete. Excellent. Good. Good. Okay. So, thank you, everybody, for joining us. Um, thank you. Thank you. If you have any questions, you can press um, star 2 to raise your hand. Oh, we've got a question here. Yeah. Um. Oh, wait a minute. Did I not do it right? 
thought I saw somebody had their hand raised. I guess, I don't know. I don't, well, I can't see it, so. Okay, good. There you go. <laughs> I'm not missing it. All right. So it doesn't look like we have any questions. Let's see. Uh, thank you so much. Great session. Blessings, Caitlin. Vaughn says, you're welcome. Yay. Actually, thank you. Thank you. So Drew was asking. Thank you, thank what you. Ab- Drew's asking, what about their energy? Um, Drew, can you um, give us Whose energy? Bit? Yeah. This was, I think, going back to um, we were talking about the um, releasing the anger and the resentment with that um, blowing out the black popcorn. Thank you. Um, I think that's what that was referring to. Uh, she says, thank you very much. So I don't know if that, maybe that question had been answered already. I don't know. Um So I'm not quite sure what you're asking, Drew, if you want to ask it again, um, or if you feel like you're complete, you can let us know. Okay. Um, In the meantime, um, oh, she said she's all set. Okay. She's, I guess we we addressed it in the conversation. Okay. Very good. Good. Great. So... um, I just want to say, James, you are available for private sessions. If anybody is interested in channeling with James or if you would like a shamanic healing or um, a chakra balancing, you can contact James. James, what's your contact info? Uh, you can contact me at James the Shaman 1111, James the Shaman 11 at gmail.com gmail.com great okay and um, if anybody is interested in resonance repatterning I also do private sessions you can contact me at et at liztobin.com or you can uh, reach us in the Facebook group well thank you everybody Um, guest two says thank you for this healing and the teaching you are welcome great Yvonne says good night have to go now Yes. All right. So we'll we'll be back next month, which is going to be January. Happy holidays to everyone. Here. Yes, we're moving into the uh, the darkest time, coming up to the light on the solstice. I'll be doing the winter seasonal um, solstice repatterning on December 21st, I think. So I'll keep you posted about that. Um, thank you again, everybody, and we will see you in the Facebook group next time.